<laughs> Welcome to uh, week three recap of the FMS State of Mind podcast. I'm Raul, and we got, uh, we got Full House. Introduce yourself, guys. Yeah, what up, guys? This is Antonio. We back for week, what is it, episode four of us that we have? Yeah, episode four. We're back reviewing week three, talking Liga Mekis, talking a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, excited to be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not everybody at once. Uh, follow me at Nescavelli, N-E-S-Q-U-I-V-E-L-L-I, on almost every social media platform. And overall, just here to tell you why your father's a loser for believing in Cruz Azul for over 30 years. But other than that, here for to review, you know, as far as Liga Mekis as a whole, and why uh, Chivas Copa MX means the most this season. <laughs> Again? Oh, yeah. Bro, yeah. You, you sound like an Arsenal fan with the FA Cup. <laughs> I'll take you to something. Yeah, I'm Rafael. I'm like a Team Pumas super leader. But they just lost today in Super Mix, so maybe it's only going to be one week more of super leader. But for now, enjoying it. And let's see what other games I missed that the games I could see. Because uh, Onivision still, I don't even think the Jaguar fight still screwing me, but still missed two of the Chivas goals. But no, one of, one Toluca goal and one Chivas goal because of it. But I'll uh, see. Uh, we'll see. And I'm also excited for people to tell me what happened with Linus because I missed that game completely. Oh, yeah. and oh, no. about the game that everybody's talking about. The I got to watch it. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a good game. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Rafa. No, that's okay. That's, and that's finished. Like that, that's that the talk of the talk in Mexico. Is he is he for real or is it just uh, Televisa? Like he was. Oh fans. no, he's real. Yeah, I hope he's for real. But <laughs> I thought Mexican fans were, but apparently Chivas fans would rather cuarto partido just as long as there's no America player being the in the teams, apparently. He's still not better than trophies, but that's another one. <laughs> Bro, get off the get off the path. Get off the path. <laughs> well, I mean, trophies is messy incarnate, so you know. Incarnate. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of unfair to unfair comparison. All right, so I guess I'll introduce myself. I'm back. Well, we're back. Like we forgot our keys. Uh, my name is Jair. Uh, I try to enjoy this last week before I go back to school next week to teach our. Our next presidents, our next athletes, our next entrepreneurs of this country, of this great country. And uh, just want to discuss, I want to really figure out what did Talavera say to get that ref to give him that red card. I was I was just in shock. But, you know, let's get the show going. Let's get started. And just for the record, Trophies is almost 24 years old. Lainez just almost. turned 18. Oh, my God. That is young. Lainez you <laughs> turned 18 last month. Wow. Uh, I hope you got dropped on the call. Anyways. um... (laughs) (laughs) It shows that he's still on, but uh, nah, I mean, I I guess, I mean, we're in that, uh, in that Linus. I got to see the game. I got to see it, you know, follow the game. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's just the hype, but I do think he has the qualities to be a next one of the next great Mexican players and, and his abilities, man. I just, 
I don't see I don't see that in all the rest of the forwards that we have that we've had in the recent years, you know, because the way how he's just so agile, the way he uses his, his left foot, and the way he cuts back, like I honestly do think he is the future. I don't know what y'all think, but Antonio, uh, what do you think? Man, I mean, I I you know I haven't been following him that much throughout the past couple of years, but just listen to everyone else talk about him. Uh, he is very hyped up, but hey, like the only thing I can say is that he took advantage of his opportunity um, last weekend. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Uh, America was was like Oribe was in a scoring drought. You know, Roger wasn't scoring that much. You know, none of their none of America's forwards were scoring that much. He came up. You know, Liga make his debut or not debut, but like debut this season and uh-huh. scored two. Yeah, not one but two. Yeah. The hype is real, but uh, we'll get to him in a second. Uh, let's just go through the schedule, I guess. Friday night, the game everyone wanted to watch, Veracruz versus Monarcas. 2-2. God, that was, that was <laughs> an awful game. Again. Quality matchup. Yeah, I mean, it was just, I mean, one scored before the match ended, and then the other one scored right when the, the game ended, and I was just like, wow. It was just, it was just so sloppy again. I just didn't really see anything too amazing for both of them but it was just a sloppy game for me well Again. i think i mean we weren't expecting much let's just be honest yeah yeah i mean it was veracruz I mean, like i'm we surprised that veracruz got a point <laughs> that's surprising <laughs> yeah i felt like there, there was um it was like the the goals were good and at least we saw four goals and it wasn't I saw Veracruz, well, they were bad. Like, I have an, like, they jumped up a little in the rankings because there were some teams who I have a real problem with their performance. While Veracruz, well, it wasn't the greatest performance, but I thought it's, it's the best I've seen them this year, this season so far. And also, uh, but I think you, you kind of have to, like, take some points off Morelia because Morelia, like, Especially the way they got tied, it was like in the last minutes that they had like uh-huh. points in the back, mm-hmm. and it was against Veracruz, and then they just immediately to tie. That's like that's a bad, bad not loss because they got a point, but bad. That's a bad result for Morelia. Yeah, and we were we were we had Morelia, I think, eighth last week in our power ranking. Yeah, we did. I'm looking at them right now. We had them eighth. Yep. I don't know if they're still eighth. Yeah, not after this display. And I was just, yeah, exactly. Like when I was watching, I was like, man, didn't we just rank them? Like, we ranked them, like, in the eighth place. We thought they were pretty good. Because yeah, the game but... against Toluca, they got robbed. But this time around, yeah. It's the inconsistency of, of some clubs in Mexico. Like, but it, I don't know what, a lot of clubs, it, like, it's contagious. Like, even a lot of clubs go to Veracruz. And and when Veracruz do, is doing good, like, they don't show a lot. Because they get dominated, but when they when Veracruz is bad, they're also bad. It like it, it contagious. You like you never. Few times you see like a team just roll through 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 in in Veracruz. I think it might be because of the heat that you always even like it could be like the best Toluca or the best like Tigres. I remember the with Tuca and they just won two two zero like visiting side and it was like they got two good goals. Early on, but the rest of the game it was just atrocious. They, they, it's a bad stadium, like for, for, for good football. Like I think, in my opinion. 
And uh, for this for this Chivas fan still holding out hope, Carlos Fierro had, had four key passes in that game. But hey, whatever. <laughs> I just keep following him Don't because I'm a huge football himself. manager fan, and he was so good in that game for so long. He had so much potential. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, I thought I think it's good to follow him because he and um, Gonzalez are like the the little. Slim chances that that 2011 World Cup team, World Cup champion team, does something feels like it's looking grim, grim for the rest of them. Like if if Gonzalez and Fierro don't don't do anything, it's gonna be like a a hundred percent flop of that that sub 17 world title world champions. Yeah, so Carlos Fierro has like 120 games in Liga MX. Uh, Espericueta has like 80 minutes. In Liga MX, but, his whole career. Yep. Who just, who just got like this week at the a DUI with along with Christian Tao. They just, they got a DUI like two days ago in Puebla or something. Really? Did they? Oh, yeah. oh really? Damn. I don't even know that. Somebody yeah. is taking Giovanni dos Santos' spot. <laughs> wow. Him. Oh wow. Well, speaking of sad, Pumas three, Atlas zero. God, is Atlas what? A, I mean, they, they can't get relegated this year, I don't think. But Jesus Christ, it is just bad all around. I, I, I think for some, from for one part, I think uh, the ref had a little bit at the beginning of that game. It was kind of that red card that really changed the momentum of the game for Atlas. I didn't think it was a red card, but from there, like it was at the minute 16 of the first half. And that yeah, red that, card really just changed the whole it, dynamic it, it, of the game. That, that It finished the game because... Um, they had a penalty. Like it was, I, I missed that because of like I had to stream the game. Like, the penalty, <laughs> they missed. A, they missed the penalty. Then Pumas got got they got the one nothing, and then red card. And from that fall, Pablo Barrera came and scored, and that's like it. That finished the game. It was like red. You get a red card, go down a man, and then immediately get scored with a great goal, like two nothing. That like that finished the game. So I don't know. They're, they were unlucky in that way. But I saw that um, Pumas, like, that was my favorite game of the week, of course, because Pumas, he was, like, broke, like, a uh, streak, like, the 14-year streak of, no, no, 14 years, like, nah, 2013 yeah. years that we hadn't won in, in Guadalajara, in Jalisco against Atlas, which is a good yeah. because That's crazy. I was, I was obsessed with, like, my... Uh, my, my dad is you know, Chivas fan. I, Chivas is my second team, like because my my dad is from is Chivas fan. So I I watch and support them like almost the most after Pumas. But I'm I'm uh, I don't know. I'm the only Pumas guy. Not the only one obsessed with that that streak from 1981. Like we haven't beaten Chivas at home in in 1980. Like every time Chivas play, we play Chivas at, at Guadalajara. We have that. Series like from 1981, we haven't beaten them in Guadalajara, and that's freak. Like I'm obsessed. So I'm glad this Atlas victory was like one. We <laughs> down one streak. Now we're going for the next streak. I don't know if we play this season or is the next season, but I'm like, like I'll trade a Liguilla spot just to have a victory, you not know, me against Chile wow. in Guadalajara. That's a bold statement. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's it's, it's insane. Like I remember one time I wasn't even the big Chivas fan. Like Jaime Lozano uh, made a a great goal like in the 
in the 86 minute or 87 and then in the last minute Jerry Garcia like headed like last play of the game he had to go on titles and he's like and and there's times like when she was been like garbage and Puma's been like super hot and and she was garbage and they went up tied we once got beaten by uh, with a golazo by Angel Reina Angel Reina with Chivas beat us like it's insane that that streak that Chivas that Pumas este, win este streak in Guadalajara is like one of the, the the worst the most baffling things that we can beat Chivas even at their worst and our best we, we can we can never beat Chivas we sort of this since 1981, we haven't beaten them. It's insane, man. That is pretty crazy. Uh, right now, Pumas, through three games, have 10 goals scored. So the next place team is uh, America with seven. So Pumas are banging in those goals this year. Well, yeah. apparently, like, uh, adding to that, Raul, that uh, in the last six games, they have they have the most goals scored. They have 17 goals. And then Cruz Azul, Monterrey. And Cruzul has 11, Monterrey has, I mean, Monterrey has 11, Cruzul has 11, Necaxa has 10, America has 9, Toluca has 9, just go lower and lower that. The last team is Atlas with two goals. <laughs> They've only scored two goals this season. It's crazy. You, you talking like in all competitions? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. In all competitions, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I was like, Atlas hasn't scored at all in the league. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Let's be honest though. Can we even count Copa MX? These teams like treated like a joke, other than Chivas because that's the whole season. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, oh, uh, Necaxa one, Lobos Buap zero. Did we learn anything in that game? Yeah, to me that that was the the worst performance because like. Lois and Ecaso went down a man way. Like I think I remember I think uh, I think it was in the first half. So yeah. they had ten guys all game and Lobos missed some incredible chances and then they in the last minute they lost the game. To me, Lobos was the worst team this week. That was the worst result. They played well they played well, but it was like it was and and even with Necaxa with ten guys they, they had as many chances as Lobos and I was like you 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 guys are have been up man like for for a while and they didn't show the game and then they end up losing like that to me is that I don't know if Necax is the best performance but Lobos to me that's Lobos and and Leon are the two teams with to me with the worst performance this week. Uh, worse than Atlas? <laughs> yeah, because Atlas, like I said, Atlas they're doing bad but they're unlucky but. Both Leon and Lobos, they did bad, and they with up a guy like they wasted chance because Tijuana, like, like Tijuana, Leon also had a man up for way into the game, and you they never showed it, and then they got tied stupidly and never came like <laughs> I, I was just I was I, just for the advantage that the well Atlas you can give it, but uh, like they're normally they're normally bad, but like on the the way Lobos and Leon just left. Because like lost points and lost lost a game with an amount advantage and like I'm saying like for way like it wasn't like second half like thirty minutes it was like first half both first first half red cards and yet they still they lost or dropped the points I'm doing poorly. I still can understand. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. 
at least Atlas has some direction, you know, playing yeah, young yeah. players and developing the talent that they have in the Cantera. But Lobos, I mean, they're just lost, man. Yeah, I don't even I, know what they're playing for. Exactly. That's like, and then I don't understand like Paco Palencia's tactics. Like, I, I don't know what kind of scheme he's playing. Like, I was trying to figure. I was like, what, what is he trying to play? And like, the team just looks so unorganized, and yeah, it just looks so bad. That game was just. I was like, man, what is Paco Palencia's? What style is he trying to play? It's just like when he had Pumas too. I don't understand. If he's trying to be more defensive, attacking, or is he, you know, possessive or counters. I just didn't understand what he was trying to do in this game. Yeah, so it's a pretty bad game. I mean, we don't expect much from Lobos. Period. This season, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's a miracle. Nakax only made one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we've ten guys like in Creole. Um. Pachuca one, Club America. Three. I mean, we we'll touch on. I mean, let's just let's just talk about it now. Is the hype real with Lainez? Yes. Definitely I hope yes. So. All right, I'm moving on. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing is, like, Lainez, like, I don't think he looks like it's it's strange because he looks like a. Like he, like he's for real. Like the talent is there, but we seen that the, with other players in Mexico, but not as much. He's like, he looks like Tecatito Corona when he's on, but Tecatito Corona, he's there. He's on like sixty percent or sixty percent of the times, like in a game. Like he's too inconsistent. He can't, he can't do it for long. And Linus, I think he, 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 he does it for more time. And I hope it, and I hope he does something because like we dependent they're also like I also the other guy I didn't see like apparently some other people saw good things on Roberto Alvarado from Cruz Azul mm-hmm. against yeah. him. So that that's good because like because of youth and because of stuff like that, we are we need the we might be dependent on those individual plays. So I'm glad I'm glad we have a guy like that. And I don't get what Chivas like she was good, man. He probably is gonna get sold to an European team if he's good enough. He already won that too long tournament or the turn, which the tournament tournament player, the best player, and the surprising thing that he said they were he's playing with twenty one year olds in that tournament from England and all, and he won it at right. seventeen. So that's like a big thing. Uh, like, and I, I don't, I think he's gonna get signed by an European team or something. Because the um, I think the height he's getting the height that other people don't, other players don't have. Like if they, so I hope he pans out. Like if, because we're gonna need we're gonna need get the individual players because I don't think the youth that we're we're working with the youth players is going doing very well for our future and national team, especially yeah, now yeah. that we're gonna hit the World Cup. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's two things that I. I that I saw in that game for Pachuca. One, I, I saw uh, Eric uh, Gutierrez, Guti, like I, I saw him really off of his game. Like he looked very, he didn't look like he was too participating in the game. He was always flat-footed on, on during the game. And even yeah, the he, he got the camp, saying, like, he got the camp late, you know? Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's, that's why I was just like, man, this is not really him. And so I guess I'll give him the benefit of that. Now that you tell me that I did forget that he was part of the world cup. He did start pretty late with camp. But I honestly do think Diego Linus is, 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 is a real deal. And just like how we started the show, I think it was you, Antonio, which you said, like he just, or you, uh, Raul, that said he just 
took the opportunity and, and took advantage of the opportunity because if you remember beginning of the season, all America's players were, were out. Like all their top forwards and strikers were out. And I mean, he just took the opportunity and he's shown that he, you know, he, he can deliver in, in instances of a game. He's not even one, but two. And his goals were ranked like the goal right. of, the, of, of, the, of, the, the, of the week. And I mean, you know, it's just so many comparisons back and forth. You know, he could say he's a young Tecatito or, or, he, or, or, or another Trophies 2.0. But I honestly, I do, I do believe the hype for him. Like he just, he's just a very smart. He's a very tactical, and he finishes what he starts when he's in the box, and that's just something that Mexico sometimes doesn't have in the national team. So it's, I, it's, I honestly think uh, I was gonna say because we talked about, I think we talked about it a little bit last week, but um, the was it the U twenty two or U twenty one squad for the Central American uh, thing tournament kind of washed out. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like one wow. of the good sides from him washing out. All these young players go back to their teams. Right. Yes. Because he wouldn't have been here. I mean, he might have. I don't think he would have started if they, if they Mexico advanced further. You know, they would he would have been away from the team for another week or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the good thing. And America needed yeah. him because Renato was out, Mateos was out, and yeah, like I said earlier, he just took advantage of the situation. He's still super young. He turned like 18, 18 like a month ago, man. <laughs> He's still 18. Like, like we've seen players like get hyped up in Liga Mekis. We've seen them do, you know, flashes of brilliance. But at this, he's super young. We haven't seen players this young do the kind of stuff that we saw him um, do against Pachuca. So hopefully he keeps yeah. going. Exactly. He just proved I'm Miguel Herrera because he didn't want to start him because he was too young and. And, but look at him, he's just delivering. That's what I just think. Like, if he rises to the occasion, I believe the hype. I honestly do. I, I mean, I'm a Chivas fan, so obviously, you know, I don't really root for any medical players, but I admire the way he plays. And like, bro, he's saying he just turned 18. <laughs> he yeah. just turned 18. Let's talk about Pachuca, though, because they've been pretty bad. Yeah, okay, so I want to touch on that. Pachuca is in dead last in La Liga, they have three straight losses. They and they have scored one goal and given up five in three games. It is rough. That, They're in dead that last. That doesn't sound with the squad that they have. That doesn't like you know what I mean. That doesn't sound like them. It really well, doesn't. Yeah. Victor yeah, Guzman done. hasn't really appeared either. Like I, I, that, I, like when I wrote the articles at the beginning, that Victor Guzman was a player to watch, and I really haven't seen anything from him at the beginning of these first few uh, weeks of the, of the Liga Mekis. So, What's weird is that, that they have the span the Spaniard coach like Paco Ayesteran, who is that super weird because he he he, he coached in Mexico they didn't do good at Culiacan and and in other I don't remember what other club he did and then suddenly he went and, and he started he actually coached Valencia you know the Valencia team which is a big uh, one of the top biggest Spanish Spanish teams. And then I was like, that, that's the guy from 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 Dorados. What the, what is he doing there? And and, and he well he didn't <laughs> he didn't last one, but he like he still got enough credit to get that at that big high profile job. And now he's back again and he's doing it bad. He's like I don't know, one of those weird guys like, that can't seem to figure out that the Copa Liga Mekis. I also have a rant, a little rant with against Pachuca with Guti. Like it looks like they're not gonna sell that guy to PSB and supposedly Marco Gar- and maybe one you say that he got late in camp, but maybe he's mad because 
he can't go to Europe and supposed to PSV and the guy Marco Garces, the guy that the manager, the the sporting director, he said like supposedly they made an offensive mark, offensive chance to get uh, the offer to get to get Gutierrez over there. But I'm like thinking like the guy went to the World Cup, but he didn't play in the World Cup. He's done good in Mexico, but he's Pachuca haven't really. They won a Concacaf. They went to a World Cup club by winning a Concacaf, but it's not like oh Gutierrez. He's done well in in the Liga MX, and to but he hasn't light on fire like Chucky did. And it's like stuff like that is what bothers me about directivos. Like you should be making everything like to to make him go because that's the kind of moves that we need. Medium guys like which are ready to rise going to teams like PSB, which is a great a great team in for Mexican players to develop and in the eye of mm-hmm. European teams. That's a, like mm-hmm. a great move, I think. And I think that could be the most interesting move. And now you see you see Garcés saying like ah it's offensive. What like offensive to what? Those you haven't don't you not get offended about that. He hasn't really done anything like to be like asking for millions of dollars. I don't know. Like I think that's the the typical thing about directivos like being a hurdle for Mexican football, and that's kind of that. And I think like he wanting. I think he it might also be like he's just not happy with the directiva because they he doesn't seem like it seems like that move seems dead dead in the water now. Like of all the moves that seem dead in the water, and it was a great opportunity. It would have been a great team for Guti for his career, and now he's like going to spend another year in a team that a Pachuca team that looks terrible, that, that looks like it's not even going to make the league. It's going to be a waste of six months wasted to me. Well, the window hasn't closed yet, so I guess we'll Until see. September. But um, I, I think, I mean, Pachuca is, I think they're smart. They still own part of uh, Lozano. So if they do another deal like that with PSV where maybe PSV gets, maybe PSV only pays a couple million euros, but Pachuca gets a bigger cut if he makes a, you know if they he, if he gets sold off. I think that'd be better for both sides. But I mean, we're talking about how young Lainez is. He, this guy just turned 23 in June, and he's been captain since he was 20 at Pachuca. Mm-hmm. And I know they're not a big club, but he's been captain since he was 20. Like that's that's saying a lot. Big deal. I also remember that he was he used Gutierrez is kind of weird because like in the um, he hasn't been able to transcend in the national team like. People wanted to. I, I was, except except for the Olympics, because I remember in the out, he, he was that off that team that Almaguer was like in the U20 World Cup, the 2011. They did bad, mostly because Almaguer, but Chucky still did well, and 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 of all the eyes, the players to watch Chucky did well, but Gutierrez did terribly. He did ter- that. Ter- in the that Olympics? Thing, they, no, in the U20 World Cup, the one that Mexico went three and out with. They oh won, yeah, they yeah. It is. I don't remember what uh, Mali, some African team that they beat Uruguay with Chucky Lozano. It was in 2015, and then they lost to Serbia, which won the world. They won the World Cup, but it was like a because that team had Chucky, had Diego Gama, who then ended up flopping. That Lozano and all that, and in that Serbia game, they did bad, and a lot of them went because Gutierrez has like an awful. He was the worst player in the match when he was one of the guys to see. And he also did didn't do well in that Gold Cup in the that Gold Cup whatever he did bad but yeah Gold everyone Cup, did bad that Gold Cup. Yeah, that Gold Cup. <laughs> I mean I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ding him for 
I mean, I'm not going to ding him for not breaking through with the national team because the positions he plays are like the ones where Mexico has like starters that he's not going to move. Like he's not going to move right. Guardado. He's not going to move Herrera. You know what I mean? He hasn't taken like he hasn't taken those opportunities. Like all the other like guys like Chucky and stuff like that. Even when Chucky came in like that. But he did. He it was that was was why was it was surprising that he got into that and he started doing really well. I suppose I missed them against and got into the World Cup team. But that was kind of surprising for many people because he just had he had he hadn't had as good as luck with the national team as other players. Yeah, I mean, like I just think he's kind of like he hasn't he doesn't have a position to play in the national team. I mean, I don't know. Like I guess we, I know what you're saying he hasn't breaking through, but like. I don't fault him as much as maybe other players because it's like he's never going to play yeah. ahead of Guardado. He's not going to play in front of Herrera. I mean, Jonah was doing well up until recently. I mean, he's got these guys that are just are like stalwarts. He's, he's the kind of player that needs to go to Europe because oh, yes, if yes. he goes to PSB, like if he went to PSB and did, did good with them, he would immediately like jump, este, jump to more consideration with the national teams. Like guys like... Like like look at Fabian and how once he started doing good, he, before Fabian was always one of those guys players like he could play he not and then he became an automatic call up once he started doing good in in Frankfurt just because of that caliber from European teams. If Gutierrez went to PSV and did well, it would work wonders for him. Like I think it's a good move. I think mm-hmm. he will want. I I wouldn't be surprised that he he especially because of Lozano and all that communication and stuff like that like. I think he really wants to move to PSB, and he may be. Fr- I think he might be frustrated, like because, like, like Tecatito said, he like Tecatito had to force himself out, and I think like Gutierrez might be like because might be needing to do one of those situations to like force himself out because he's like a player who who is gonna be like, I, and I think some reporters say like he he's doing like he might be to a point that he's done. He's gotten as much as he's gonna get from Liga MX, and he and he would do wonders going to Europe and and seeing other stars, seeing other type of players. Like he needs to leave. Like he's he needs to leave now, tomorrow, tomorrow if, if he can. But it's been a while that he's been kind of announcing that he's been wanting to leave. So maybe uh, that's why probably he has frustration, like you're saying, Rafa. Because even prior to the World Cup, like he already had like some gestures on his Twitter that he was about to leave. Yeah, and that, that thing mm-hmm. was like. They were playing Martin del Palacio, and the announcer said that because they, which is another thing that I, I just saw about, they they couldn't get him, and then when they saw uh, Santiago Arias, the Colombian, went to Atletico Madrid, so it opened up a, 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 a the opportunity, foreign, and that, uh, they they got a foreign spot, and it was like. Martin del Palacio was saying like this move opens to Ochoa for Napoli because they were getting areas they were thinking of getting areas and filling that hole and it also opened up the place for Goody to go to PSV but none of those moves have happened and that's a problem like he might be getting mad because that they only have that one spot open the area spot open for a foreign player if they if they if they stay too much time getting offended maybe PSB looks to another player and then they, he stands another player from another position and there there goes the other foreign spots and he loses out because because of that and maybe that's why he's like it's frustrating and sometimes I don't know if Pachuca knows that PSB only has one spot open and it, 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 
Jan Piersby is a big club in the, the biggest club in well along with Ajax, the big club in Netherlands. So they're gonna be managers and people offering players who might not have an euro at um, the euro spot. So they, they I think they gotta be quick because like yeah. one just one euro spot. I just hope that Gutierrez doesn't have the same agent as Diego Reyes, because I mean, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get to him oh, in a second. Oh yeah, we'll get to all that stuff in the transfer. Yeah. Um, speaking of Cruz Azul, uh, Cruz Azul one, <laughs> Tigres zero. Is Cruz Azul the, the best team in Mexico now? Oh no, Nestor, where you at? I know. Where's he? Where's he been at? I think he just uh, he didn't. He hasn't even messaged us on on Slack. He probably got tuned out. I think he's just he's just somewhere crying about because he knew we were gonna talk about Cruz Azul. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, yeah, what do you guys think of the game? It was a good game. It was a very tactical, smart game from Cruz Azul. They were just waiting on the counter, and uh, Roberto Alvarado, who the past few two games he was a starter, he came this time and from from the bench, if I'm not mistaken, and he delivered a goal. And it was just something that. Uh, uh, again, when I wrote my article, when it was like the first five play, or the, the five players to keep an eye out this the season, and I included Roberto Alvarado, and the way he just, you know, he 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 had the goal, the only goal, right? It was one zero, and the only goal that he had. I mean, it just shows how much Cruz Azul has just uh, potential up in the, you know, in, in in their in their attacking game, because Elias Hernandez was doing very well, as like always, he was almost involved in every single play, but Roberto Alvarado just sealed it for them. It was, it was a good game for both teams. It was a very tactical game for both teams. But Brazil was a smart one, so they're scary good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, I'm just going through the stats right here. Uh, Cruz, Cruz Azul had 29% possession. Um, mm. They had they, they, only, they only had two shots on target, but then if you look at Tigres, Tigres had zero shots on target. So. And Guignac was not there either. So, I mean... Guignac was not there, and Guignac makes a big difference for 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 well, Tigres is attacking, but I mean, and, and also like uh, Cruz Azul's fans, like I think it's like the third, and then I mean Corona, Corona, this is he's the only goalkeeper who hasn't got scored on in the first three seasons, uh, the first three games of this season, he hasn't got scored on, so I mean not only attacking is Cruz Azul up upgraded, but also defensive, so. And you talk about like the three undefeated teams that are Pumas, Monterrey, and Cruz Azul. Like, they're all undefeated, but Pumas have been facing the likes of, you know, like we said, Atlas, not a very good team. Monterrey beat Querétaro that we're going to talk about later. But Cruz Azul went ahead and beat Tigres, which is, you know, arguably one of the best teams, if not the best. So, I mean. Mm-hmm. Hey, you don't, get extra, you don't get extra points for beating the better team. So, I mean, if you're playing these crappy teams, you need those three. You need to get all three points. Right. I mean, you can only play who they put in front of you, so. But it's all—it's Mexico, man. Just get into the final eight. That's all it's all about, really. We'll see how yeah, long this lasts. I, I was laughing that, that people were hyping this game up so much for Cruz Azul and Tigres. Like, like I saw that Univision was calling it the, the final adelantada, like the, the <laughs> thing that these, these teams were going to be in the final. It's like two games, man. You, you guys got to chill. Yeah. I, and, and like going back to what uh, Rafa was saying, uh, Tigres had like 585 passes, Cruz Azul had 239. So I mean, Cruz Azul was the less you know offensive team. Like I said, that it looked it looked. I mean, I don't know who watched it. They looked like they were just waiting on that counter. That's what I felt like. They were just waiting to counter Tigres. That's 
that's just what I saw from them. But again, like I repeat myself, it was just a very tactical game on, on both. And, and every time Thetis was attacking, like Augustus and Sulis, almost not, almost the entire team was in, in their half just defending against Tigres. But yeah. Torres Nilo caused that goal. I don't yeah, know he that he, oh my God, I couldn't, I'm so <laughs> glad he could, did not go to the World Cup. Oh, no. I could not stand him. Thank God. Like, God, oh, Nez is back. Yeah, I'm back, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. But I mean, God, he's just so awful. I just can't stand that guy, seriously. He's just one guy just irritates me every time I see him play. Remember that one game in Mexico when he put his hand, he stuck his hand and those for a penalty? Since no, then, was, he never got caught. It was like Mexico in El Salvador, I think. Mexico, El Salvador, it was like, which that's it. That cost him his place in the national team. Like, it was 0 0, and then he just handed the ball out, like, clearly. Like, in, it was an insane play. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. He's and that, that's it. That's Suarez style. Too. Yes, Suarez style. But uh, you know, you know what? Also, I was watching the press conference from Casinha. Casinha, you know what's something funny? Uh, Nahuel Gu- isn't he beefing with from... uh, Duca? Yeah, he was like irrespetoso, irrespetoso, and then Casinha was like, you know, we got something to say. Come and say it to my face, and he's like, ya te lo dije. He's like, dilo otra vez, eres irrespetoso, and then. <laughs> It's not one of the times that, that Noel Guzman has done something crazy in the Liga Mekis, but he's always arguing. Beef. Guzman's always beefing with everybody. I don't know. What Noel Guzman is the Draymond Green of Liga MX. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect that's comparison, good, man. Perfect comparison. comparison. Yeah. I'll take. That's a good comparison. <laughs> it's it's like, big facts, man. Big facts. Yeah. If only he could recruit like Draymond. Like Guzman, Guzman, like it's weird because now he's saying like uh, bringing the press for that. Like I, I never, I've been in that, in that, I never seen a guy like just shout at the, at the, at the coach like that. And then he's like, oh, peop- the press is hyping it up. Like no, you did it. Like nobody was, you fought with, with the, the with the coach and all that. Like Caixinha, but I also remember like, you, we were talking about Torres Nilo. I never seen people remember Torres Nilo is famous because he been turning to born again christian and then he went on a video against anti-porn and people made fun of that oh yeah (laughs) he like tweeted out a video what is this like yeah he tweeted out a video like yeah yeah it was just like talking about all the bad things he's done it was really weird oh that's that's i don't remember this at all this is new to me thank god i guess i never knew about that that's something that i didn't really want to know about (laughs) you know but he's like like that guy like does things in Mexico always people remember as the other porn like porn guy? Like there's porn another guy. thing like like, like <laughs> Atlas like supposedly they loan out this this Chilean guy, Angel Enriquez. He's he he was a forward, he played the last season, he didn't do much. He's yeah, he was Chile. he used to be at Manchester United with Chicharito. Yeah, but they just loaned him out to Ude Chile, but they loaned him out the Atlas guy. And then they, they he were he was going some some directive atlas said ah oh, they're just gonna loan the guy out i hope he come back but he used to he i just loan him out because he, he used to after the training he used to come to me crying and crying tears of guy after of training because he missed chile so i we just loan him out but i hope he comes back because we just couldn't see him cry so much after training <laughs> and i'm like that like <laughs> I just saw by the press on the title. I'm like, you, you just doomed the guy. That guy's now is gonna be the crying, that he's never 
people, Atlas fans are never gonna forget him. He's gonna, he's gonna be like Fabian with the bullying, like when he calls people <laughs> bully. And in Mexico, that's like death sentence. I'm like, yeah, you're, for real. You know, that guy's not. And it was already that was the headline. That was the headline of the article. Like, because of crying, he's going back to Chile. Like, I'm like, oh god, what a dumb directivo. Like, El like that's like, like. Like that marks you in Mexico, and like, he's gonna be like and Torres Nilo is the religious, the religious anti-porn guy. Like I'm, Salcido. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to Google right now what he what Torres Nilo's porn thing. I'm just curious. Oh, hey, hey, yeah, not safe for work. Uh, oh my god, look, <laughs> hey, look at the time. No. <laughs> what podcast just, is this? Yeah. Liga Max after dark. <laughs> Uncensored. Hey, it is almost midnight. <laughs> yeah. Well, moving on. Uh, Monterrey two, Querétaro uno. Um, is Pizarro still playing? Because I mean, I feel like he's invisible. Uh, he had a good. He, 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 yeah, he opened up at the end of the game, talking about how she, how the way Chivas mistreated him. Yeah, on that, his eggs. that was all the head that I've was heard about, that was see. intense. That was just like it was just like it was just like perfect food for all the Chivas fans who hate their. Uh, Ownership in their front office. Yeah, I don't even know what to think anymore, man. <laughs> it's yeah. like what he said. I'm like, that's so disrespectful, especially to one of the the brightest people probably that have ever played for Chivas. Dare I say? But yeah, just really disappointed from the front office, and you know they couldn't even go up to him and tell him as a whole, like, yo, this is happening, or we can't afford you. At least offer him something. But yeah, just really sad that he had to go out like that. It just kind of shows the kind of. Machismo, just the pride overall as Chivas, where they can't even ask somebody something. So it's just yeah. really unfortunate. I haven't known because I was like today, like in the, in the, um, I don't know, I had some, in, I was in a funeral and I couldn't like see, but supposedly, I don't know much about it, but supposedly Deanda said some, some things, some testimonies against Pizarro and now Jose Ramon Fernandez supposedly told. That the Anda is lying or something. There's now an ESPN feud apparently because of the because the Anda said that that wasn't true. That he told him or something like that. Now there's a whole feud on ESPN because of the Pizarro thing with the Anda. I don't know if anybody has heard about it because. No, I, no, I haven't. Oh, I really haven't. haven't. Yeah, didn't like the Anda say that he he once he realized that Pizarro didn't want to go, he tried to support him to stay and stuff and something like that. Yeah, it just came out like earlier today, right? Cause he he he's like he doesn't work there anymore. No, he no, left. He, yeah. he left after three I'm, months, right? <laughs> that was so. That says a lot, man. Yeah. That was he so. He just came quick. to take the heat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the it's like the White House uh, official speakers. Like, yeah, exactly. Like exactly. They're just like exactly. I'm just here to deal with the bullshit, and I'll be able to put this on a resume one day, man. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm looking at Sofa Score and it has uh, Pizarro at a 5.7, which is the lowest rating for both teams in the game. Oh my god! Oh, no, he no. didn't. He didn't play that well, and it kind of showed. But I don't know. I mean, last season with Chivas, we're not gonna act like he wasn't this way either. Where he would kind of disappear during games, but he has a way of bouncing back. So we'll see next week what he ends up doing. But yeah, usually he's I mean, pretty new good team, on stuff new like team. That. We'll give him the benefit. Yeah. Of the yeah. Hopefully he doesn't get yeah, you know. Sure. Hopefully he doesn't drown in all the talent that they have. No, he's he's uh, no. Honestly, I feel like he's an automatic starter, especially for what they paid for him. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. That price tag, well, hang over there. That's honestly, yeah, yeah. We'll see. That's uh, high hopes for him. So 
overall yeah, looking forward it's just Monterey doing Monterey things their their highest for their one of their highest paid players bombs and they still win two to one exactly yeah <laughs> just uh, shows how deep they are mm-hmm. yeah but they won like in the night like they scored in the last yeah, minute yeah that is minute Queretaro play well I saw that I saw that was the game I saw because of this I couldn't see the Cruz Azul game Queretaro actually did well they took that they took the lead and stuff and I saw they could have done enough to get at that point if that if you had ended as a tie it would have been a fair result but but still Monterey had the had the best chances the a little surprising was that big misses from Funes Mori he's he I saw he Pizarro didn't have a game but that he's coming back he's also coming from an injury but that Poor game from Funes Mori. That, that he missed a couple of seeders and badly, like it's and bad because of like wide open and taking too much too long or stuff or wasting he- wide open headers and stuff like that. So Funes Mori, like I hope he, he probably he's probably gonna get more in the groove and stuff with the, that coming back. But right now I think he will be he. He also the same thing happened because in the Copa I I also saw the Copa MX game he came for a couple of minutes too against when they I don't, I think they played Puebla I don't remember which yeah Puebla and he got a couple of minutes and uh, he also looked rusty he looked bad he didn't he didn't like that I think if Monterrey should start like thinking like putting him in Copa MX game until he gets his groove back because like uh-huh. I think Madrid is a good he's playing better right now than. Than Funes Mori, and I think he should get starting. Be should be starting over him. We'll see what it plays out, but overall, Funes Mori has been one of the most consistent people that have played for Monterrey, especially during last season as well. So I think they have they'll have faith through him during and this really, difficult time. His injury really really hurt the team last time, and it but, did. But right now, the, I I think he's still like. I would just hope they don't push it. They also maybe because the injury was kind of serious. So maybe they got like ease up on him and not push him too much. Yeah. And now for the game of the week. Nah. Um, the Luca <laughs> Chivas. Chivas. I mean, I think we got some Chivas fans. So uh... We got a couple who point them out. Cause I I want those Chivas. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Front, I still, but... I, I still want to know what, what. I'm mad we don't exactly. <laughs> Talavera said they got him, they got him the red card. Like I couldn't read his lips, but I just and Talavera was being smart because as soon as outside, he wanted to play it real quick again, so they could do that cat, like do yeah, that. It's uh, not his first rodeo. I think I may have, like, because I, I remember one time, like. Um, like uh, it was in Mexico. It was one game. Like um, um, they they played Toluca played. It was it was a long time ago. Toluca. It was like there was no guys. There was because they were banned because they did something. They got banned. Like there was no no fans in the stand, so you could hear stuff. And Ramos Rizzo tossed Cristante out. Like. Uh, uh, he got a red card because of something he said and stuff. Uh, apparently, he was able to hear he got red card and Grisante got mad and all that. And then later in that, in one of those roundtable shows from TV from TV TVC TVC, the worst of uh, the one of one of those four shows, 
they had Gilberto Alcalá on, and he went on like, ah, oh, this is this is este, this is great that you could see it because he's always one of the guys who talks the most shit, who's always pro having problems with <laughs> the ref, and people don't think about it, they don't know that, and people like that. And people don't know that about him, and he like he just went off on Cristante, and ever and I think like if Alcala said that he's a he's a ref, he was already retired, and Ramos Rizos, uh, it, is, it threw, threw him out. I think like I think that might have been a popular opinion because of of Toluca, and because if you see the last year, like Cristante, and of course with some they had some boys on Cristante. I think refs hate Toluca and the players and they really go after Toluca right now because they have like Sambuesa guy that the refs he the ref yeah, and Sambuesa is a saint you take that back Man, no 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 like every like ever since Cristante has come in like he Cristante was, was in the stands he got uh, suspended already and I've been they they're really harsh against Cristante and I have that like a little conspiracy theory that I, the coaches don't—they don't like that Toluca team, and they're gonna be harsher against Toluca than against other guys. So that Talavera once he cursed out, he 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 could have said anything a normal guy that we got, but because it's that Cristantes Toluca, he got recorded. Well, and he's got mm. suspended for two more games, I think, right? Or yeah, two or three yeah. games at least if it holds up. Yeah, I think it's two. Yeah, but I mean. Anything else to add to you guys? I mean, Saldivar, two goals? Yeah, I'll take it. It was really right yeah, time, yeah. Uh, but I'll take it anyway. But overall, Gil <laughs> Sandoval playing lights out. No, jokes, but he's, uh, he's yeah, playing Sandoval way better. In the Copa yeah. MX. Yeah, Copa playing, MX, yeah, he also scored. He scored two goals. And I mean, two goals. Last what? season, they brought him They brought, they brought him last season. Yeah, from Sorry Sons. to cut you off, Nessie, but they, yeah, they brought him up last season. And he didn't even start. He wasn't even starter. And the season starts, and he scored two goals right in the Copa Mexicans last week. And then now he was like, uh, he was very participating for this. Yeah, so I mean, he, dude, he, I mean, they bought him from, I mean, they traded Gaeta Vasquez for him. They just, yeah, they, they, the they believed out. a lot in him. Either that or they got real cheap. One or the other, either way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> finally, I feel, uh, getting a starting role now that, uh, what is it called? <laughs> is it, who's out on loan right now? Is it Cisneros? I know it's one Ronaldo, though, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so right now he's out on loan, and uh, that kind of opened up a space for Gale to kind of not only kind of plug in and play because last year uh, Almeida would kind of switch both of them, and he would kind of see whoever he really felt would be better. You know, even he would even have I think Cisneros playing right back at a certain point. But um, mm. overall, yeah, just I think on the on the wings is where is where Gale really belongs, and he's kind of showing that potential he's once had with. Santos, but I was looking at a tweet that had me laughing so hard because they were saying that, you know, Almeida was so good with developing youth talent, but he did nothing with Gil Sandoval, and I just kind of found that, that funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's playing, he's playing with a chip on his shoulder right now. Like oh, that said, is. The Copa, and then yesterday he nearly scored. He got through two Toluca defenders with ease and in between them, and unfortunately he hit the bar, but luckily Saldivar was there. He's, he's playing good. Hopefully he continues that. Exactly. Like, what was up with that Polito miss? That the Polito when I think, I think it was Pineda who cut it, it back, weird. and Polito uh, just I don't know what happened. He just he hit it like two miles per hour. <laughs> it was gonna take that, all day to get there, and then uh, that, I think I forgot who got to it from Toluca, but they ended up hitting it out. But yes, uh, that, uh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. 
Yeah, we made Zambuesa look like Iniesta out there because he was cutting these passes out and Sacido couldn't do anything to save his life. Because the, like, the weird thing is, like, I always say Salcido is like the Mexican, like, I don't know, like, he's like, he's like Paul Pardo, that, that guy that, I don't know, like, I don't know what people in Mexico don't don't realize. That guy, like, he never gets criticized. The guy is you know, super old, and Chivas fans should be like, like he's still like, I we can't, I don't better. know. It reminds me of like when Paul Pardo, like people in Mexico loved the guy even he couldn't play. He he, the national team, he was terrible with the national. He like dropped. Come on, man! Don't diss Pablo Pardo this way. Yeah. Jesus! All this slander. He, they, my boy they, played they, in Germany. My boy was down Put Europe. some respect on his great. name. I thought yeah. you loved hot takes. It's, I yeah, do, man. but damn, that wasn't even I, a hot take. That was like that was like a fact. He said it. Was great. <laughs> Salcido was great too. But they have that drop of effect. Oh, and, oh my like, gosh. And feel like in Chepo 2013, the people questioning and he was like the worst player in the pitch, like in by far. Mm. And people were, and you saw like, oh, knees come back, baby. Everybody, like, everybody in Mexico, <laughs> going everybody except Salcido. And now, because right. yeah. like he gets, like, uh, now he's getting the criticism so far, but I still like. I can't. Chivas can't do anything if they got like Arcido starting in defense. Like as soon as a, as any good team, like eh, I'm, I'm not, Marine isn't that great, but like Salcido is like like he's past the age. Y'all see that? Y'all see that slide tackle? Like when he was so slow to slide tackle, I think that's what caused the goal. Uh, yeah, I was, was just... waiting. That's why oh. I'm telling you, he made he made he made uh he made some West a little NDS out here, man, with some passes. I'm like, <laughs> like well, you better stop. We should be playing like thing like. Like there are players that people are like, we're playing with ten. Like right now, no, no guys are clear. We're playing with ten at Carlos Alcino, and yet I don't see that hate from the slowest. We, we got the we got the slowest uh, center backs in the whole league, yeah, Mikey's man. And yeah, you see, do. we're still we're still out here competing. This is you know. <laughs> I, I, I can feel you. the sad. I can hear hear the sadness in your voice. When you say it, that. it is, <laughs> and I'm laughing so hard because I'm literally scrolling down Instagram. You mean you're laughing to and, stop uh, yourself from crying? Yeah, I had to do something, man. It's it's been rough. At least I thought we were gonna win, but we didn't. But I was uh I was running through Instagram and it was like five hours ago. Chivas posted up a picture of Osvaldo Adonis like laughing or like smiling at a press conference that they had previously, and it's just like you're. Uh, I forgot what it said. It was like you're this. This will always be your home if you ever chose yeah. to turn. Well, like a heart. Yeah. I'm just like. Dude, Thirsty. like, what is Chivas trying to video on Twitter, too. Like, yeah, trying to bait him yeah. back. Yeah, yeah I saw that, too. I, was, I forgot we wrote an article on it, but I was reading that as well. And I was kind of I was kind of laughing. Yeah, well, good job. That was a good article. It really kept me up to date and informed since I, I kind of stopped keeping up with everything. I knew that Getafe had gotten a new, uh, I think, a new uh, sporting director. And he had kind of uh, Osvaldo Adonis out of favor. So it was kind of unfortunate. That's... It's a sad situation for him, man. Uh, what do you guys sad think situation. of um, Gudinho so far this season for Chivas? He hasn't been. Yeah, he's been all right. He hasn't been anything crazy. I mean, he, yeah. when, when uh, somebody comes through, there there was, I think, one save where he made himself big against Aluka, where I was like, okay, that was a pretty good save. But other than that, I was like, oh, I could I could see that going in. It was nothing spectacular. You know, he wasn't jumping off the wall or anything along those lines, but he kept us in the game. And I thought we were gonna win the game, but gave up that late yeah. win. And I was, I was, I was really upset. He's no Kota, that late but... Yeah, I, and then you know you think about Kota too, and you, you're seeing Leon 
And it's like, are they really doing any much better? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, no. it's good. For, it's good for Godinho. I mean, who's been? Uh, I mean, he was very important in that game too. He had a good crucial saves throughout the game. You guys game. ever think that he'll go back to Europe at any point in his career? I think if he gets called to the national team again and he does a good performance in a tournament, I think he could. Man, Memo's gonna be fifty, still starting with it. <laughs> <laughs> We're still a wall. You mean Conejo? <laughs> oh my God! Stop. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's just Cornel? take a joke, you know. Um, is I don't think I, I I don't think I've seen somewhere where it's confirmed. Is he on loan or is that a straight transfer for Godinho? I think he's on loan. Didn't who who? I, I, yeah, Porto had his I, contract, so I think it's they they loaned him out originally to what was it that uh that Cyprus that, team? Yeah, the Cyprus team, and then after that they kept him on the first team a little bit. And I had seen him uh, play one game, I think, and it was like a like a cup game. But other than that, I think they might have did they loan him out? I don't they think they Chivas... loaned him out last season until May, and then this summer he just went to Chivas. So he he didn't play this season for Porto, but this year. Yeah. So I don't he was know. on their bench. Yeah. So, I, don't... I feel I like they loaned him out because Chivas wouldn't be willing to buy someone uh, that's like true. that. That's true. I I should I should remember it's Chivas. I should have known. Yeah, bad. come on, man. It's like we're working with a limited <laughs> budget. I was like, I was upset because I, I knew we couldn't afford these people. I guess Omni Life had a bad quarter, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, hey, you mean they've been tanking? Stop it. <laughs> Anyways, um, Santos two, Puebla zero. Santos, Santos, the real deal. Santos creeping into the top eight. Mm-hmm. For real, they're doing, they're doing, they're doing pretty good. Where Just do we have them in the rankings last week? For me, uh, we didn't have, we didn't have them in the top eight. Yeah, snuck in at eight. Yeah, but. Well, it it is good, but like uh, the Puebla is becoming like, the Puebla same time is not Veracruz either. <laughs> no, but the Puebla is like it's another season where, like last season where they did great at home and then on the road they 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 because they did they beat uh Toluca and they did, I saw they play well in Puebla, but they already lost three zero at Cruz Azul and now they lost and they didn't really do Santos look good, but the fact that after that that goal the second half was pretty. It was, it was a pretty bad game. It, it just turned into a... Yeah. Santos didn't really didn't do that much, like, dominating. And yet, Puebla, it had nothing. They just... Not, they really showed... I thought that was one of the weakest games. So I thought it, it's... I don't know. I felt like Santos had a lot of chances, but they capitalized on what was most important. And obviously, it's Puebla, so they're going to be the more attacking side against them, and they're going to be the more possessive side. But they Santos did look a little bit sloppy. But overall, they had the most chances and they made the most out they of it. They had the two-zero. They got, took the the the. They had the two-zero later, so I I can't really blame them from sleepwalking. Yeah, for, that. like they from there, you're just chilling. Yeah, you're not trying to and run it up either. Like the last thirty minutes, it was like terrible. And Puebla like didn't anything. Like they were two-zero down. Like at least try for it. It, it, like, it was really bad. Was a Puebla fan would have been mad with that performance. But yeah, I mean, here's, Puebla, uh, you know. here's a couple stats from that game. Santos had 19 shots. Seven on target the whole game. Puebla had four shots, zero on target the whole game. Hey, shoot is going to shoot. You, go. you know, <laughs> somebody <laughs> needs to on that team. There you go. And Carlos Orantia, the one that scored the second goal for Santos, he scored for the first time in the league, I think they said since like 2012. Yeah, I've seen that. It was like, I forgot, it was like five, it was five six years. Yeah, it. that he hasn't Jeez. scored. I'm like, damn. And I thought, I thought Oribe had a scoring drought. Yeah, hey, hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. And we good win for on, Santos in yeah. the top eight. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, and then finally, the last game of the weekend, Cholos, Leon. Cholos with a red card. Um, Defining the game, basically. There's There was like, what, six, five, six red cards this whole week? Yeah. yeah. It seemed like it was, it was a kinda, lot. It seems like a boring week, but there was... There was like, like two red cards in uh, one in against for Atlas, one against for Leon, one against este, Necaso. There was like, and there were like two in the Toluca game, which is that I, I didn't get why Orbelin got red carded either. But like, you know was, why, like, you know why. Yeah, I mean, he... flapped. <laughs> yeah. Didn't, uh, didn't, what's his name, uh, Cota uh, stop a penalty though? In this, uh, yeah. in this game, they. Yeah, it did, right? Yeah, I guess Bolaño. Like they took that. I saw Leon had everything to get a point to get the victory. They they up a guy and they took the lead like easy. And yet they once again they dropped it and it's like nothing. Like I I'm like I don't well maybe I, I also don't want to be unfair, but that Gustavo Leos like he hasn't he's he has. Teams with like he, he missed the Liguilla la, last time and Leon played really poor and like like he didn't have a hot start. I'm like I I don't Leon's know how been much dreadful. It's to me it's been like the as, maybe as big disappointment as anything because they've been like they they had everything against in this game they lo- they already lost against in Tigre and they lost at home against Monterrey a little help from the ref but like they already they almost went three. Este, they only got one point and like it, you had 10 guys este, for most of that have you should have that three points lost like they gave away that exactly, victory yeah. and they, like I said Leon has been it's not the it's greatest bad. thing but it's no, the they've, they've been horrible yeah and they spend money they're not like they're not like Puebla and stuff like that they've been having teams win and they spend getting players and with the Pachuca guys and uh, they've been pretty like bad, right? and I don't like I don't know what Gustavo Leos is not getting results. This team is not playing pretty. Pre. I don't get how much times, how much opportunities he's gonna get. He's like I don't, I don't, I, he he kind of questionable. He's not a guy like you saw like oh, Marcelo Bielsa, some guy who you're well he's doing bad, but he's like Caicinha or something with Cruz Azul. Like, well, he did bad, but he has a great record. Like that guy doesn't have that much the, a history to be like to get a lot of opportunities. To me, yeah. he could, I, I would put him the main candidate to not finish the season if he if things don't turn around. It's Liga Max. Half the coaches won't be here in six months. Um, yeah, they'll be coaching Veracruz, right? Yeah. Uh, so Cholos were the home team, but it felt like Leon was the home team. Um, couple... can, we, can we talk about this rivalry? Did you guys uh, read Eugene's articles about uh, the rivalry between Cholos and yeah. Leon? It was a good article by him, by the way. What did you guys think? Did you guys feel like it's a rivalry, first of all? like mm-hmm. I've never really seen them as a rivalry just because Cholos. I wouldn't say they're the newest team, but it is overall, you know, growing up, I never, never would see that. <laughs> I mean, I can see it because they've both been – Leon was in the second division for a bit. And they came up kind of around the same time that Cholos came up, so I, could, I guess I can kind of see it. Yeah, and it's like they have like similar paths that they that they both came up and were almost immediately successful. You know, Tijuana won their championship only a couple of years after they came up. Leon won two back to back, so they have similar 
similar paths. Man, I just realized that Luis Michel was on Cholos. <laughs> you just noticed that? I just La realized. Leyenda. <laughs> Anyways, just that. I just like looked at the roster and I was like, what? Oh, when man. did this happen? Yeah. Um, yeah, so Leon, let's just go a couple stats real quick. They had 54% in possession. They had 24 shots, 8 on target. Um, Cholos had 13 shots, 4 on target. It just felt like Leon was the one that was pushing the whole time. I guess, which I guess makes sense. They're up a man, but I mean, they just only scored the one goal. Yeah, bad luck for them. They, they pretty much choked. Like they, like uh, like Rafa said, having a man up. I mean, you have to take advantage. Take advantage of that. Of that. I don't know why, but do you guys feel like a team? It sounds dumb, but a team with 10, 10 people play more inspired than eleven. No, they the backs do. against the wall. I had a, I had they a theory do. about this when Club, America, when Club America had uh, Sambuesa and Aguilera and all those guys that constantly got red cards. I always felt like America played better with ten guys. They had like nine guys on the field at all times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they traded them, man, or got rid of them. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I always I'm, I've always I'm, felt that way. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, ten, ten yeah. players, it's weird. I can't explain it, but you know they push up more. They're more aggressive. They're more willing to take risks because they're like, what's the point? We're already down one man. Yeah. yeah Cholos came out and fought, and they got the point. Another good game from uh, Lahoud. Yeah, for real. I, that's honestly, what do you guys feel about him as far as uh, prospects for the national team in the future? I mean, yeah. I think he's I think number he's one, one prospect, goalkeeper. Yeah. Hey, we yeah, were saying the same he's... thing about Hugo Gonzalez last year. <laughs> I mean, if, if I was, if I was the theoretical coach of Mexico, I would stop calling up Corona, and maybe Talavera. Oh yeah. And I would start. I mean, I would you know leave Ochoa because I think he's the number one. But I mean, we play so many damn Moleros. We gotta look at some of these younger younger keepers for those. Yeah, for real. And now yeah, that exactly. and now that Gudinho in uh, Mexico, he can play in those in those Moleros, which suck. But I mean, at least he gets some experience. That's very. That's very. It's a good point. Because Porto was never going to let let him come play Venezuela at, my, at Miami's baseball stadium in February. <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't. <laughs> yeah, I hope they, Gudinho, like I, because I had him high. I had I, Lahut is a good guy, but a good process. But I always had Gudinho like higher up, and I, I wanted him to do well, and he kind of stumbled a bit. But I, in that World Cup, in that we got second place, he was he was. Like when I saw him play, he was great. He was a big guy, he's stuff like that. So I hope Gudinho pans out. I I saw he was a very good prospect, and I'm hoping they get it. Like I I, I one of the things that probably Chivas I once said like I before area I was talking and I said like Chivas should try to get Gudinho and as 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 a prospect to to, to fix him up and. And the guy liked my post, Gudinho. He came and liked. And then I was like, oh, maybe they're, they're talking. I didn't even know they were talking. And then he came back to, to Chivas. So I hope he got his. He, I always thought they could do that with Davila. They never did either. Like with Ulises Davila, I saw he, Chivas should have tried to get that guy back and play him. But now they're doing it with Gudinho. Because if he gets an opportunity, he's big. He and he's he already has experience. He did well with the U17 team. Like I think he he's he could be a better prospect because stuff like yeah. that. And I, I hope yeah. I hope. And as a keeper, you have more time. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. What do you guys think? Like you, uh, ranks and Liga MX keepers, you think he's top five? Yeah, he's definitely top five. There's three good Argentinians in in Liga MX. Well, not I mean, three. obviously Marchesin yeah. and Guzman, but who's third? third? Barovero. 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 Yeah, he's pretty good. What about Volpi? Marchesin. Yeah, Volpi. Volpi's, Volpi's number one in my opinion. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Volpi is number one in my opinion. And Coronel Talavera played like Talavera is man, like what happened? Or is Memo just that good where never really got that second look at the World Cup? I think Memo's a better shot stopper. I think I would give Talavera probably better distribution. Especially early. Yeah. And coming in, like Memo scares me still, man. Yeah, but Memo's just a better shot stopper. Sometimes you just go with the shot stopper. You see, it's air waving in a crowd of people. You're just like, I hope the ball's not anywhere near them. (laughs) (laughs) To me, Ochoa's like the best goalkeeper, Mexican keeper, maybe. Maybe the whole time. Like, Whoa, hey, hey, you hey, mean, be, you mean be, uh, besides, uh, here. besides Jorge Campos, right? Besides Campos? That 19, well, Campos did, did great, but I think to me, World Cup wise, that 2010, oh, 2010 yeah. 2014 was the best World Cup I ever seen a, a Mexican keeper do. Hey, and hey, I still, that's true. I, you. you could Thank argue that. Come on I'm here. still pissed that he didn't play in 2010. That's some yeah. bullshit. Oh, yeah, we all are. Yeah, and like, Conejo was already playing. He was starting. I was like, Conejo was already fifty. Yeah, he was like he was fifty like in twenty ten. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why did he even start? It was just so aggravating to watch. He was that. already out of Cruz Azul, I believe, yeah. wasn't he? I think in he was when he started the Puebla run. Or when? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, he started well, the. Uh, was it Pachuca? Well, well, it was Pachuca, wasn't it? When he started the, the fair. Well, that's when he started the farewell tour. The farewell tour <laughs> shit lasted nine seasons. It's like the Rolling his Stones. Second, his second farewell tour. <laughs> farewell he's tour. just milking it now, my guy. Yeah, he's in the bench now for Pachuca. He's holding on. Yeah, he's holding on. Don't worry, they'll just play him in defense like they play Salcido. He'll be fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's faster than Salcido. Oh, That's hey, definitely. that's oh, how you think you're in that nickname. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's let's uh, let's go through our top eight. Let's uh, discuss. Okay. Discuss. Um, let's do this. Let me see. We got Pumas number one or what? No, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, maybe like I saw they did play. Uh, I'll keep them at number one. Just they're. I don't think they're gonna be there You're next biased. week. Yeah. Well, well, it's, biased. it's right now. It's right now. It's but right like, now. It's like Puma, Like there's two teams out on top, and it's Pumas and Cruz Azul. And I think like like the three zero was a better result than Cruz Azul, but also like. Like, I don't think it, it's not that like I'm thinking that great. They just like I, I thought they got a better result because of the conditions of the game, but still like it's still a, like a a better a clear victory of than Cruz Azul. But I I, I, I think they maybe I'll, I'll vote for them to remain just because of the top two teams they had a uh, like the better or maybe Monterrey could like get. Well, all right, so I have Pumas Cruz Azul. No, I, I, I disagree. I, I honestly no, 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 no. I only, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cruz Azul should be first. And I, just how we were discussing about it earlier. Uh, Cruz Azul Let's beat the schedule. Tigres. Like, the, the, Cruz Azul beat Tigres. I mean, Tigres the is one of the top teams. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, I think Cruz Azul is, is better because, I mean, Pumas played Atlas. And, I mean, the whole dynamic of the game changed because of that red card. 
And yeah, I mean, Pumas took advantage of the situation with 3-0, but I mean, Cruz Azul outbeat one of the best teams in the whole, I mean, this past few years. And Cruz you gotta Azul give, just... You, you got to give Pumas credit, though, because like, I don't, no one expected them to, no, to be I this good. They lost Gallardo. They lost Gallardo. They lost Castillo. And now they're doing even like, better than when they well, had them. They had one of the ugliest keepers of all time. Like, come yeah, on, man. I did not see this coming. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess it's just we can just be, you know, just going back and forth. But I just honestly think just right now, just I would like to see Cruz Azul. All right, Cruz Azul, Pumas, one and, uh, one and two in whatever order, but they're no, top no, two. No, 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 Monterrey. I'm, 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 man, come on. They were number yeah, one on last week, and they didn't lose this week. Do you mean did they just drop just because? I mean, Cruz Azul was 1-0 against... Tigres, but like Raul said, you know, you, you don't well, get any to more points for, for... after winning three zero. So they also didn't do anything to lose a top. I mean, you guys beat Atlas. Like, come on, man. If we're really weighing it that way, <laughs> yeah, let's be that's honest. What I'm saying. Like, if anything, I put Cruz Azul, which you know, God Almighty, why am I saying this? But I put Cruz Azul over, um, what is it called, Pumas at the moment. That's what I and do. I would put Monterrey was... as number one. As you know, call me whatever, but I feel like Pumas still has what? something to prove. Uh, Monterrey number one. Monterrey number one, oh and I don't, I don't even care about Monterrey. It's like, and, that, and that's me saying that. All right, so we have. Oh. I'm just All saying right. that because of Pizarro's there. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, I won't respond to those allegations. Man, I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to be honest Boy, with you. Why did... <laughs> Boy, why did All you right. just say that? All right, we're almost done. We're almost done. Let's finish strong. Okay, we got. All right, Monterrey number one. I guess. Pumas two. Oh. Let's give it to him. Let's give it to him. Let's give it to him. Yep. That's good. And then we got what? Tigres, America, Santos. America, I think. America climbs up. What? It's America, Santos, Morelia, Cholos for me. What about Tigres? Yeah, what about Tigres? uh, Tigres is already up there. It's it's after what Ralph said. Tigres is fourth for you. What? What do we get oh for, guys? No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm so... <laughs> You're really going to put Cruz Azul all the way? Where, where, where do we have Cruz Azul? We have new... Three. Cruz Azul is three. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Three. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Your panties in a while. Take it easy. Yeah. So, Monterrey, Pumas, Cruz Azul, yep. and then what? who's fourth? Tigres? Tigres, America, Santos, and that tier. Like, of one of those. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think so? What about... What, yeah, what, what do we America, say, Santos? Tigres? I There's think, no debate there. I think America and then Tigres. What about? There's literally the MX table right now. That's what I'm yes. saying. I, yes. I literally had to look it up real quick. I like that, yeah. America and then Tigres. Yes, I like yeah. that. I like that. Yes. I agree with that one. So. Dang. Yeah, then there, six, yeah Santos. Santos. So, and then Santos. I mean, Necaxa. 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 I mean, Necaxa. We have Monterrey as the first one and they barely beat Querétaro in the last minute. I mean, they, they beat, I think they were down a man and beat these blows, but they still beat them with 10 guys. Damn, All right, so we got Santos 6, who's 7? We said Necaxa, Necaxa. And, and do you guys eight. think Toluca or Monarcas deserve it, or Club Tijuana? Mm, so Cholos, Cholo. Monarcas, or Toluca? I'll go with Cholos. Yeah, I go with Cholos. Yeah, I like Cholos. Yeah. I think Morelia keeps it at eight for me, just because they tied. They didn't prove anything. 
And they've but, been lopsided. They just haven't been consistent. And, and, first and, three and they games. have been. I feel like they're going to run into a good run, though. That's the Morelia in me, but, you know, oh. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like they're going to do well. Like, Necaxa overall, like, mm. All right, so we got Monterrey, Pumas, Cruz Azul, America, Tigres, Santos, Necaxa, and Cholos. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah, I'll take Cholos it. Cholos climb in. Let's do it. All right, that's the... Uh, uh, okay. Chivas at a, at a hard nine. <laughs> <laughs> a nine and a half. So you're, you're lucky we only have 18 teams, not 19. I would have put a little one in front of it. <laughs> we wouldn't be in the league. Oh, man. <laughs> Um, let's go on to, um, well, I guess we kind of talked about the, who we ranked in the top three undefeated teams, but who do you think is going to last the longest as an undefeated? Not Pumas. <laughs> I, no, I, I think it'll be Pumas and, and, and Cruz Azul still, I think, no, I think Pumas will still be, uh, ranked undefeated because Pumas is going to face Pachuca next season and Pachuca, I mean, next week and Pachuca oh, has really season, shown. Boy, that, you played a, play a long, you played a long game. I'll see you. <laughs> no, no, but then Pumas is going to play Pachuca. We've seen how Pachuca has been playing and then America is going to play Monterrey. I can guarantee that probably be a tie. Then you have Cruz Azul playing Tijuana. That's going to be a good, interesting game. So I think Pumas is a high, is highly Gone favored to, to uh, get upset by Pachuca. Oh, Nestle. Ness is calling it right now. How wild would the that week, be? Tell me you wouldn't see that coming. The week know. after that, Monterrey and Pumas face each other. So that's gonna, That'll that's decide gonna, it. That would decide it for us. If they even make it there, we'll see, though. Yeah, <laughs> like, true, true. Pumas is doing good, though. I don't want to knock them. But overall, it's like they kind of came out of nowhere. And I feel like they're the Cruz Azul of last year. Yeah. Whereas, you know, they kind of had a hot start. And everybody hyped them up. America defeating Monterrey. Because even though Monterey has improved, they still like they used to be famous for uh, being bad at traveling in Mexico yeah. City and, and Pachuca and Toluca and all those places, those places with altitude. Um, and America, I, think, I could, I wouldn't be surprised if America takes that game. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. What do you guys think beats Cruz Azul? Cruz Azul beats oh. Cruz Azul. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I have heard nothing. It. I'm about to log off. That's the truest thing I've heard all day. <laughs> 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 All right, let's go to um, I guess these European transfer situations. Um, Diego oh Reyes God. is still chilling. I mean, I don't know what he's doing. He's trying out for telenovelas or something, but he's just he's in Mexico vacation, City. You, it. You're not on vacation if you don't have a job. That just means you're, you're unemployed. That's very true. How are you gonna get fired on your day off? Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Then I we like got... how when Portal doesn't play Mexicans, they win the league. I'm like, man, fuck. <laughs> when who? When uh, Porto doesn't play Mexicans that much, they end up winning the league. What I mean, are you obviously talking about? And Herrera. Herrera. And, uh, Tecatito played. And Tecatito played. Tecatito like, scored, you know, Tecatito yeah, scored he, a nice he, goal. He, he, just, he just did. But you know what I mean. As far as like, like you not panning out, Guido, you know, uh, yeah, leaving the Chivas. And then we got, um, yeah, Reyes, which is like, I thought Real Sociedad liked them, and I thought they were going to keep them longer because they had, you know, a pretty good track record with Mexican and Carlos Vela, but apparently that was not the case. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm getting frustrated by Reyes. He needs to get a job. Like, yeah, he does. Like, it's just ridiculous. Um, and he keeps saying he wants to stay in Europe, but, I mean, like we talked about earlier, certain leagues, you, only, you can only have certain spots for non-European Union players. So, I don't know if he's got an EU password, but I haven't heard that he does. So MLS. Even MLS, MLS? Oh, even MLS, no. he has a couple weeks before he can't sign anymore. He's got to move, man. Yeah, he's got to make a move really quick. Move. Him and his agent got to make a move. His yeah. agent needs to stop asking for all these 
commission checks. Yeah, like, this is ridiculous. But, I mean, he has options. He will have options, but, um... At least he's a free agent. Yeah. I mean, someone For who's not a free Rashi. agent, Oswaldo Alanis, what is going on oh with him? Oh, my gosh. Hey, I, my guy, feel, so, I feel hey, terrible for him Osvaldo, because... Oswaldo, if you're listening, come home. <laughs> Baby, come Please. back. We miss you. It's not the same. It's really not, man. It's just... It's just, it's just the situation how, how, the, the, how the situation unfolded, like, it just shows how much... Like, remember what was even, like, his... um, how, What do you call it? Like, the, his, the guys that represent him, the their agents yeah like it just you, shows hold on hold on character. do you guys know i don't mean to catch you out Jade, but do you guys know that that same agent that diego reyes had has currently at the moment he actually got paid two hundred thousand euros just for the tecatito transfer and i don't wow. even think that's his agent i'm not even sure but that just yeah it's like a package deal it was some yeah, shady that's shit. wild yeah. that's wild yeah. dude but it's yeah, just i mean it's just it's crazy just, yeah just how the situation unfolded for for alanis how he just left Chivas and then he went to Getafe and then the, the 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 main guy who was running the team said, yeah, you know, bring him on. But he didn't have in, in mind with the coach. And the coach said, well, I don't, I don't need him. I don't want him. And he didn't even, he hasn't even stepped foot. I mean, he, he, like his whole Instagram, like I have him on Instagram and Twitter, like he was just all, you know, throwing motivation speeches and how he was so excited to be part of Spain. And now like he has to come back. Imagine how, how, yeah, like, how embarrassing how that feels. is. Yeah, how embarrassing that you don't even get to step. You just went over there and then you come back and they're like, oh, he should come back to MLS. Like Tom Marshall posted something. I said, man, I really do not hope he comes back to MLS. Like, he doesn't deserve that. It could just be a slap in the face for him. What do you just... mean LAFC doesn't deserve him? No. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just... LAFC can beat Chivas right now. Let's just yeah, let's be honest. Hey, 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 wait a minute. Wait hey, a minute. Hey, 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 hey. Easy with that. <laughs> hey, at least Alanis has a job, you know? Not like Reyes. Um, Ochoa, he is rumored to Napoli, but um, I think Napoli is letting, if the deal is confirmed, Napoli is letting him try to get a standard into the group stage. And they tied today 2-2, so it all comes down to next week's uh, repechaje. So we'll see. Hopefully Napoli, or hopefully standard gets in the group stage and then we get this deal done. Hopefully tied 2-2 because of his error, though. But it'll be great. Uh, and ho- no, hopefully, a, yeah, he had a nice save though in like the 90th minute yeah. though. So hopefully he, hopefully nothing again happens because they were talking about how apparently Napoli wants wants something and and his team wants another another like another situation with them with the money and then Napoli was kind of like backing off and might even Who's take Napoli's Ospina? coach right now. <sighs> is it Ancelotti or no? Yeah, yeah it is Ancelotti. Ancelotti. Damn, that's yeah. wild, bro. Like a Mexican being coached by Ancelotti. I don't know. Stuff like that still blows my mind. Like. The yeah. fact that, like, a Mexican that looks like us, like, has opportunities to do shit like that. I don't know. I know, I know it sounds stupid as hell, but for some no, reason it uh, No, no, like, just the way you said it. Didn't Ancelotti coach Chicharito? Yeah, he did. Hey, hey, hey. So one of my favorite moments was when Chicharito scored in that Real Madrid versus Atletico Madrid, I think, oh. semifinal. I'm, the, I'm, I'm not going to front. Which one of y'all cried? Because yeah. <laughs> that shit, what, what? I knew it was a gimme because Ronaldo ran in and then oh, who, who grabbed him? All I know Uruguay? about that goal is that Tira and Henry ripped on Chicharito for celebrating like he won the World Cup. And and he, he said he should have gone and thanked Ronaldo for that goal. Yeah, I could, from there I lost all my, all my respect for Thierry and Rhea. I was you like, bro, you had a handball goal. Game? Seriously, yeah. like you're, you're like one of the few players that would be able to be like Chicharito's situation being in Real Madrid is just like very, very 
minimum to any Mexican player to step on a Real Madrid team. The last one was Hugo Sanchez. So for Chicharito to score, I mean, it just just shows that he's so passionate to be a part of the team. And I, after that, I lost complete respect to to Rhea and Rhea. So yeah. I mean, I just, I just even though I just he had lost. that handball in qualifying against Ireland, yeah, he's always been a respectable man, you know. Yeah, not after that. He's French. That's all you need to know. <laughs> the Red That's Bull it. legend, New York Red Bull legend, along with Rafa. Boy, stop. Along with Rafa. Rafa. <laughs> they got his jersey in the Raptors. Didn't Rafa says that he regrets going to to the Red Bull? Yeah, it was yeah, but he, did, he didn't return them checks. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Them checks didn't bounce, boy. I'll tell you oh, what. No, they did not bounce. What do you uh, mean? Them what designated mean? player checks didn't bounce. Really? He got paid, <laughs> dude. Oh. Boy was out here. He was he, he was bumming it. Then he went back to Lyon and he won two championships. <laughs> yeah, I mean I remember when everybody was talking about that his his career was done when he was having a hard time with MLS. Yeah. He comes back to Lyon and literally, one of my cousins like uh, I, one of my cousins told me that he went to the Lyon game and he said how the flow of the game was just going to Rafa Marquez. Like, yeah, to to mm-hmm. Rafa and it was just a beautiful game. That's when I was just watching more of Lyon. Yeah, I mean that's when he bounced back and he obviously was at the World Cup. Uh, yeah. I feel like every Mexican legend has that time though when they go back to Mexico and they kind of do their own thing again at, towards the peak end of their careers. Like you had Cuauhtémoc with Puebla, and you saw was it Puebla Querétaro? Or it was Puebla. Yeah, it was Puebla, yeah. And he did all that good stuff for them, and he really captained them. And you saw the leadership that he really brought. He kind of appreciated that. And you have Rafa with the back-to-back titles at Lyon, and you look at all those players on that team. Like a lot of them went to Europe, and a lot of them played for the national team. You know, uh-huh. well, let's just let's just keep talking about Rafa to finish out the pot. How do you think he's gonna do it at last? Is he gonna do anything? Are they gonna keep losing 3 0? I mean, I think it's gonna be a process that's gonna take a little bit. It's not gonna be, it's not gonna show this season, probably not even next season. But just one thing that, that I like that he quoted, and I'm gonna quote what he said he said, I can easily take, uh, I could, I could be covering games and I can be an analyst and I could be criticizing others, but I decided to change everything in the Liga MX. So I want to yeah, and probably make more money doing it too. Yeah, so that's one thing that I like that he said. I'm not going to sit back and just criticize the players. I want to make a difference, and that's what Rafa. It's true. Been about. You know when when Rafa's in the executive suite at the mm-hmm. Atlas Stadium in Guadalajara, and then he sees that they're uh, they need one more goal. He's saying, "Fuck it, I'm putting myself in," and he's going to run all the way downstairs <laughs> and he's going to take his suit off, and then he's going to see one of the young dudes like give me those fucking jerseys. He's just going to run back in there, <laughs> and he's going to look like Salcido. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna score the winning header. He's gonna he's gonna blow past Chelsea <laughs> though. Oh no! All right, what uh, is no. the? <laughs> no, That's so mean to him. Hey, I love Chelsea though, but I'm just saying, Chivas, you can't call yourself a big club and have that guy as a CB. Yo, you know? I never thought I'd miss Alanis, but I do. So, it's funny. Know, I had one of the guys. I had one of the guys in the from the Chivas the Norte podcast rip on Alanis and I was like bro if he comes back he's your number one center back and he's just like man whatever <laughs> he's like you're right it's I'm true. a Chivas fan but I'm a realist too man I ain't gonna front <laughs> uh, anything else you guys want to touch on before we sign off Vasco Aguirre is in Egypt oh wait yeah yeah, <laughs> man. he is so is La Volpe your so favorite Volpe. coach's favorite coach <laughs> <laughs> But that's good. At least he tries to live on and spans his horizons. Like Mexico. How easy is that job? It's like just play Salah. <laughs> but well, he's always been he's always been critical. 
Aguirre has always been critical about being in Mexico. Sorry, Rafa. I mean, he's just always been critical. There was one time, like, he talks a lot, man. He's annoying. Like, to me, like, well, we didn't do a World Cup, but, and there were bigger busts, but Egypt was one of the big busts of the tournament. Like, they lost all Mm -hmm. games. Salad, like, they destroyed Salad. And is that the last game of penalty? Yes, against Saudi Arabia. They even beat Saudi Arabia. Like, it was like, I saw the World Cup. Biggest disappointment. Like there were people, I don't know. I saw, I, maybe I thought that they make up, but a lot of people were like it was gonna be between Uruguay and Egypt, and that uh, they were and uh, in um uh, on Egypt, bro. Yeah, Egypt, everyone thought that. Yeah, they put yeah, too much on Salah. That. that team wasn't that good. They had the oldest goalkeeper at the World Cup, which yeah, you know, was a great he thing. He wasn't but starting he was though. Conejo, though. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's the same he's, age. They're the same age because they, they got like they're an African team with. Huge population, like organization, and yet they never and they won like five World Cups, African Cups, but they all they the World Cup they were like one of the biggest underachievers team, like maybe of all time of all yeah, countries. Yeah, them, but at least Morocco once went through. They they qualified to the second round in the '86 World Cup, but Egypt they only made it like twice, like. And and like they only made it twice before and and yeah, like I said, like it was super funny. Like some at them, one I followed one guy Egyptian on Twitter said like we had a team that could have win the World Cup and yeah, you couldn't win the World Cup. That whole Sam has on team. Hold in, on, you're on Egypt. Egyptian Twitter. That's wild. No, but but they, that, that that's how they hyped it because there was like there was a while when. They won every 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 African Cup of Nations. They won it, and yet they never did cr- crap in the in the World Cup. Are you guys they disappointed? Never... Ivory Coast never did more. Ah, uh, yeah, that's another. But yeah. at least like they they qual like Egypt should be like. If you look at population wise, they they have a huge population. They're one of the big teams with the more money in the in G- GDP in Africa, and for them to do that, and then they, this year they do that and. I love and Salah was a great story for all, all he did with Liverpool. He was like a candidate for the golden ball and yet they went to the World Cup, lost all three and like to me like Salah like it that ended him. Like nobody's talking about Salah. It was between Ronaldo, Salah and Messi for the Golden Ball and after that World Cup. Because he was really disappointed. I think they were like one the most disapp- that could be one of the most disappointing one of the stories of the World Cup. And then you see there were stories in that spin, supposedly uh, that. Yeah, all the, all the stuff with the Turkish guy, or the Chechnyan guy. Chechnyan a lot of guy. shady stuff, yeah. And that's that's another problem for Aguirre because first, Salah was supposedly saying that because he knows like the hit he took uh, with, with uh, the season and the disappointment that was after all that time that he was thinking of quitting the federation and the things weren't good with the federation because you read the, that article that 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 stuff with the federation was crazy. I if I was a giver, I would be very well nervous about like taking a job with a federation who just did such a bad job of just basically taking an opportunity. The whole country, that was a few one of the few good stories of the country, are just doing such a bad job. Like of, yeah, his FA sold out Salah to that guy. Basically, is terrible PR. But and he's also. Insane because he's they had the, the camp. I saw the camp in Chechnya. That's like crazy. Like like you saw that this was gonna be one of the big World Cups 
Well, you, with traveling, how the hell do you go and go to Chechnya and have your camp in Chechnya? That was insane. That that's super. That's FM doesn't. Yeah, it was set up. They were definitely set up to fail. Yeah. yeah. Well. Well. Anything else? That's it. I had my peanut butter and jelly sandwich while we were talking. So. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna go, I'm actually gonna go make one. one. With some with some milk, but uh, anyways, uh, let the people know where they can find you guys. Uh, okay, I'll go first. <laughs> uh, J Mart, J Mart. Uh, crap, I forgot it. <laughs> I forgot my my Twitter handle. Uh, J Mart. Does any do y'all need any? I remember. I was just mesmerizing in, in, in my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's why I'm so sorry. Well, it's J Mart ten eighteen. <laughs> J Mart ten eighteen on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, it's been another great show. Ness. And, uh, Ness, <laughs> yeah, again, follow me at anywhere, Ness Cavelli, N-E-S-Q-U-I-V-E-L-L-I. And, yeah, overall, just if you want trash hot takes on Liga MX or uh, the national team, because uh, I'm just trying to piss people off and hurt their sensitive uh, sensibilities, then, yeah, go ahead, follow me. Yeah, definitely. You know, excited for the next week's show and a uh, good show, guys. Yeah, at Antonio1998, double underscore, A-N-T-O-N-I-O, 1998, with two underscores. Yeah, man, go follow me. Go, uh, I put all my articles that I write on there on Twitter. And, yeah, I'm just crying about Chivas all the time. Come and join Yay. me. Yay. And finally, me, Rafael Hernandez at, uh, at Comedia MX, also at uh, YouTube, uh, you, uh, at RHS Unamda, my number, my name in, in FM State. Don't mind that, like, so you can go to that, that my channels with the highlights from, from 90, the El Paquete highlights, which are highlights from 1997 up to to this year about the Mexican. And also, I'm gonna like feel bad if I don't say this, but like, the rest in peace to my grandma who died yesterday. And my, uh, Maria Perez Viuda Hernandez, like my este, another Mexican woman married to the great composer Rafael Hernandez from Puerto Rico. So that made, made the news and stuff. Like maybe check out the news of my grandma. So it was like, and then tomorrow I'm gonna have to bury her, but that's cool. Like I just wanna say rest in peace, grandma, y gracias por todo. All right, well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks.